It's May of 2023, off the coast of Monterey, California. The Sea Otter Rescue Team at the Monterey Bay Aquarium gets an emergency phone call. A baby sea otter, a pup, has been spotted crying on the beach all alone. The pup is a female, and she's very young, maybe just a week old. Newborn pups, you know, they're only a few pounds, five pounds of weight, so they are pretty small. The first thing we try to do is find her mother in the wild and reunite them. If we can make that happen, that is definitely the best outcome. In this case, we couldn't find a female in the area that looked like she was looking for her pup. It's unclear exactly why this stranding occurred. If something happened to mom, if the two got separated. In this case, they don't know. But one thing is clear. With a pup, they're so dependent on their mother that they wouldn't be able to survive on their own. So this otter pup is given a number, 956. In order to be able to return to the wild someday, 956 will need to learn how to groom, how to feed, how to socialize. Essentially, how to be a sea otter. And that is something that human caretakers can't really teach her. Luckily, the Monterey Bay Aquarium has a solution. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium, we are getting an inside look at their groundbreaking sea otter surrogacy program. It's like bringing up baby, otter baby style. Hello from the otter side. After this. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. When they're you know, that young, they're not able to eat solid food yet. They're not really able to groom themselves yet. So we have staff, volunteers, and interns giving pretty much round-the-clock care. This is Jessica Fuji. She is the Sea Otter Program Manager at the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which is on California's central coast, south of San Francisco. And this is the world that Otter Pup 956 enters when she's just one week old in May of 2023. First, aquarium staff made sure she was safe and healthy. 
where you can ensure she's not getting too hot or too cold, preparing milk uh, formula with a little bit of seafood mixed in and, you know, bottle feeding this pup um, sometimes every one to two hours, you know, all, all day round. They are wearing disguises and going in and working with this pup. Yes, disguises. All of the aquarium staffers that Otter 956Cs are wearing disguises. We refer to this disguise as informally the Darth Vader disguise. So they're wearing a, a large mask uh, that covers the whole head and then a dark poncho to kind of disguise our human form. Um, and that's all really part of this attempt so that these pups are not associating humans as you know source of care or source of food. That's because the goal of this program is not to get these otters used to aquarium life, but ideally to transition them back to living in the wild. And the way they do that is really what makes the Monterey Bay Aquarium program special. Enter Kit. Kit is one of five full-time sea otter residents at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. These otters were rescued but were unable to return to the wild often for health reasons or because they needed more intensive care. Kit's around 13 years old, is chocolate brown, and weighs around 50 pounds. She's playful, curious, mischievous. She also loves babies, which is a lucky break for the Otter Pup 956, because Kit is about to become her surrogate mom. In case you were wondering where the sea otter dads are, well, in the wild, males are pretty hands-off when it comes to pup rearing. We take orphan sea otter pups that have come to our facility and pair them with some of our non-releasable adult female sea otters who live at the aquarium, and they form this bond acting as if a real mom-pup pair of sea otters, and they help raise those pups to get them ready so that we can release them back to the wild. The first introduction between mom and baby happens around eight weeks. At this age, Otter 956 has some skills and independence. She can eat solid food and dive down to the bottom of her tank to find that food. So she is ready to meet Kit. We will put them together in a larger tank. It can be a little scary for that pup at first. You know, they're, they're not sure what's going on. All of a sudden, they're in, they're in this bigger pool of area, and there's another otter in there with them. And so we might see this um, gradual change of... They're on opposite ends of the pool, gradually getting closer, and then eventually we'll even see mom um, carrying the pup on her chest, uh, like we see moms and pups do in the wild. And so, you know, if they're resting together and kind of in that physical contact with each other, that's a really good sign that everyone's relaxed and happy and, and that bond is starting to form. Occasionally, the aquarium staff has to briefly separate mom and pup to check everyone's weight and stats and make sure everything is looking good. You know, part of this bond means the moms don't want to let go of their pup. And, and Kit is definitely one that um, it is really good protective mother and, and will try and keep her pup away from us. Um, so we have to convince her it's okay and she'll get her pup back very, very soon. During their time together, Kit will teach Otter 956 everything she needs to know about how to hack it in the wild. This includes things like grooming her coat, foraging for foods like mussels, how to crack open little crab claws without getting pinched. The pups also get a sense of safety 
They can socialize with the other otters and then come back to mom. It helps them build their confidence. Um, so when they go out to the wild and there are wild otters everywhere else, um, they kind of know how to interact with those animals. While Kit and Otter 956 are bonding, let's zoom out a little bit and get a picture of what it is like for sea otters in the wild, both historically and today. At one point, sea otters had an enormous range from Baja, California, up the West Coast, through Alaska, through Russia, even into Japan. Numbers are a little bit hard to pin down, but some estimates say there were around 20,000 otters off the coast of California alone. But then in the 1700s, sea otter fur became a hot commodity. Sea otters have the densest fur of, of any mammal. Yeah, you know, at their densest parts, they can have a million hairs per square inch. So it's very thick, it's very warm. Um, and when it's clean and healthy, it's very water repellent. Otter fur was sold to line hats, coats, gloves, and it was worth a lot of money. They were sometimes referred to as soft gold because they were so valuable. And, and so that drive for money for that value is really what led to their, their overhunting and, and their destination. The fur trade caused the sea otter population to collapse. In 1938, a group of around 50 otters was found in a secluded cove near Big Sur. Apparently, the rocky, tough coastline had protected them from hunters. These otters were the last of their kind in California. So all the otters that we have in California today are descendants of that small remnant population. In fact, because they're all descended from this one small group, California otters are now considered their own subspecies, the southern sea otter. These aren't the only otters left in the world. There were other remnant otter populations in Alaska and Russia. And today, there are sea otters in British Columbia and Washington as well. But in California, their numbers are still low. Today, we have about 3,000 sea otters um, in California and they're still considered threatened under the endangered species list. California could easily support, you know, at least three times that, um, probably more. In the 1970s, federal protections helped preserve their numbers. Then in 1984, the Monterey Bay Aquarium opened. And by the mid-90s, they had an otter rescue operation up and running. So older animals, we were being very successful and caring for them and releasing them back to the wild. But we're struggling a lot more with, with these really young pups. At first, aquarium staffers basically hand-reared these pups. They'd even take them out into Monterey Bay and teach them how to dive. But this made the pups too comfortable with humans. After they were released, they continued to view people as a source of food and safety, which often put them in danger. But then in 2001, there was a breakthrough. The aquarium rescued a sea otter mother named Tula, who had just given birth to a stillborn pup. At the same time, they rescued an orphaned male pup. And so the team decided, well, let's try putting them together and see what happens. And, and they formed that bond. Uh, and you know, she continued to care for that pup as her own. And so he was successfully released and he went on to survive for over 11 years. Tula went on to raise 12 more pups um, while she was with us. 
which is absolutely fantastic. Um, with her and with some of our other females at the time, they really helped build this foundation of what, what the surrogacy program was, was going to be. Today, Tula's legacy lives on. Over the last 20 years, more than 70 otter pups have gone through the surrogacy program. And it may not sound like a huge number, but it can make a big difference in overall sea otter populations. In 2019, a study on one estuary in central California found that surrogate-raised otter pups and their offspring accounted for 50% of the population growth there. More sea otters isn't just good for the sea otter population. It's also good for the entire ecosystem. Take kelp forests, for example. If there are no sea otters around, urchins become abundant and they overgraze the kelp. The forests disappear. When the sea otters come in, they eat a bunch of the urchins and the kelp forests thrive. Otters have such a big impact on their environments that they're what's known as a keystone species. When we talk about sea otters being a keystone species, the bigger picture of that is having those healthy ecosystems are really important for general ocean health and for people as well. A lot of different research is looking at kelp and eelgrass as carbon sequestration, also helping minimizing the impacts of storms and coastal erosion. Otters have no clue that they're related to any of this at all, but by playing their, their key role in their ecosystems, they are having this cascading effect. As for Otter 956, she's ready for her next big adventure. Six months old is when sea otter pups and their mothers naturally separate, so that is when 956 and Kit said their goodbyes. Now, at around eight months old, 956 is practicing the skills that she learned from Kit. And early next year, she'll get her chance to go back to the wild and, and use all those skills um, in the real world. When 956 is ready to be released, the aquarium will tag her with a radio transmitter so they can monitor how she is doing in the wild. They'll track her to make sure that she's finding food, not getting too stressed out, and transitioning well. If it's not going well, they can bring her back to the aquarium and try again at a later date. For the humans at the aquarium, who try pretty hard not to get attached, they do refer to the pups by numbers, they don't get names, it can still be a tough time. The release in particular is definitely a period of anxiety. <laughs> So it, it's a roller coaster of emotions for sure. If Otter 956 successfully transitions to living in the wild, the aquarium will continue to keep an eye on her as she goes about her new life on the California coast. Jessica says this is actually one of the best parts. When we see them give birth to their first pup or all these other milestones, those are always really encouraging. And part of that kind of positive feedback for, for why we do this. You can visit the Monterey Bay Aquarium and see the sea otters in residence, including 956's surrogate mom kit. To find out more information, you can check the Monterey Bay Aquarium website, and we will also post a link in the episode description. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. 
This episode was produced by Amanda McGowan. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney, Johanna Mayer. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart.